welcome in on a Tuesday as uh, we get underway. Bill Michaels Show. I'm Bill Michaels, Ben Kenny producing. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, phone number, easy, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You can also track us down via Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, also at Ben Z. Kenny. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com, just look for The Bill Michaels Show, and same thing over on YouTube. You can subscribe absolutely free. Twitch TV as well. Email us, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. That's thebillmichaels at gmail.com. And we are on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts. Welcome to those listening on the Odyssey app, the iHeart app. We are anywhere and everywhere, and we are glad to be here today. Uh, some unfortunate news. Really, the the story of yesterday when it comes to the Milwaukee Brewers was not necessarily the fact that they lost a heartbreaker and kind of a walk-off, but they uh, they lost Freddie Peralta for what they consider to be a, quote, significant period of time as that and we said that yesterday anytime you get into shoulders and elbows man it's never good shoulders and elbows never good and unfortunately it proved to be just that yesterday as he is going to miss uh, quite some time now when it comes to uh, pitching for the brewers and then you've got josh Hader and uh man say a little prayer for him and his wife she is having some issues with her pregnancy and uh, so Josh did not make the trip to San Diego. Um, so you'd hope that, you know, things become okay. And uh, she is going to be well and the baby is going to be well. But uh, he also stayed home because of a, what they consider to be a family emergency. So hopefully she's going to be okay. But not the best of news yesterday when it came for the Milwaukee Brewers. And then on top of it, they ended up losing a heartbreaker last night in a walk-off fashion as uh, the Padres ended up knocking them off 3-2. to two. And um, just wasn't, uh, you know, they had bases loaded. Bases loaded, a uh, couple outs. They still were able to get it in. Uh, the, the protected sacrifice bunt, if you will, the safe sacrifice. And uh, they walk away with them uh, with, a, with a victory over the Brewers. And uh, it just, uh, it, it, yesterday's game, it's one of those... Baseball is kind of like the weather at times. And I say that and people think I'm a little bit nuts, but baseball can be like the weather. When you get bad news, it takes a day to shake it off. When the weather changes for the craptastic, it takes a day to shake it off. Uh, Back when I used to um, own and run bars, whenever you had a significant weather change, it always took 24 to 48 hours to get your crowd back because they either, one, stayed in because of the cold and the rain, or they went out and did other things because of the nice weather, the warmth, and the sun. And then you kind of get back into your routine. Baseball's kind of like that. When you get that bad news, it's it creates kind of a, a funk. So you have Hater not being there, and you're worried about Hater, and you're worried about you know his wife and her health and the baby's health. And then you get the news about Freddie Peralta, and then one of the guys that have been kind of a mainstay that really came on last year that showed this exorbitant amount of promise and then he goes by the wayside. So you get kind of the double whammy yesterday in your pitching department. You got Hunter Renfro down with an injury now as well. And now all of a sudden what was a, a team of strength suddenly looks to be a team, um, while it's still deep, don't get me wrong, while it's still deep, but it's it's a team where you've got some weakness now, where you didn't have weakness before. And this is one of the things I said, you know, when uh, people kept talking about the value of Josh Hader, ah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, 
uh, go ahead and trade Hater, get a boat full. And I kept saying, don't mess with the back end of the bullpen. Well, now you look at the back end of the bullpen, you go, oh, we're kind of weak. You don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to lose that while you have it, you know. So uh, Josh Hader's absence yesterday, albeit understandable, still gives you a, a pause for a moment for a little bit of concern in that area if indeed you need that closer. So uh, interesting. This was uh, Craig Council yesterday when he started talking about uh, Freddie Peralta and the injury. So it, it showed that it's a posterior shoulder strain. Um, he, he's going to miss a significant amount of time. Um, he will be back this season. Um, but it's it's going to be a lengthy absence, and um, we, it's, it's uh, we're we're confident that that there's going to be no kind of like after effects to this thing. But we it's going to take a while to heal and then and then build it back up. So there you go. It's going to be a significant amount of time. A significant amount of time. Uh, which is not the, the the news we wanted to hear by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. The phone numbers to get a hold of us. Uh, you can get a hold of us at that phone number if you want to chime in and talk about what the Brewers may or may not be looking to do. Uh, I think right now, and, and seeing this last night, seeing this last night, um, the the reaction by fans is usually immediate and swift. And I think in this particular case, with what's going on, I think at this point you just stay the course, you let things shake out, and you see where the chips fall in a couple of weeks down the road, and then you decide to make a decision if you need to. But I don't think you become reactionary uh, even though Freddie Peralta is going to be down for, like, you know, Craig Council said, a significant amount of time, uh, I don't think you become reactionary at this point. I think you just kind of kind of hang in there, let's see what happens, and kind of go from there. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. So over on the Zone Madison Twitter account, our friends out there, which uh, was, I would assume, was the morning show, you and Nelson this morning, right, Ben? Yep. So the uh, the most troublesome injury is Hunter Renfro, Freddie Peralta, Peralta, or Willie Adamas. Because we can't forget Willie Adamas is out right now, too. Um, To me, the most troubling injury, I would probably have to say, is Freddie Peralta. And, well, 50, 55.7% of you feel the exact same thing. Willie Adamas, 34.4. Hunter Renfro, 9.9. Renfro, because you have depth in the outfield. You can go with numerous other guys. Uh, Willie Adamas, on the other hand, while his offensive numbers weren't huge, you don't want to lose that portion of your infield uh, because you've been so solid up the gut for such a long period of time. You don't want to lose that for an extended period of time. You want to make sure Willie Adamas is ready to come back and he's good to go. Um, uh but Freddie Peralta losing a fifth of your starting rotation for what would consider to be a signal. I would not even, and this one's from Ben. Ben says, uh, when do you think he'll actually be back? I'm not counting him back the rest of the season. And the reason why is because you are shutting him down. I mean, for an extended period of time. When you get into shoulder 
it just it it just never turns out good. That's one of those palm to forehead moments when you just go, oh, oh God. You know, things were going so well for Freddie Freddy Peralta. He really developed that changeup, good breaking ball, and he wasn't just throwing fastballs down the center of the plate anymore. And he really became an effective pitcher. And with 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 shoulder issues, it just it's kind of like a back. Once it starts, it starts, and you, you just you just pray. You just pray that there's this 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 healing of its own, without any scarring, without any you know immediate inflammation. The next time he throws, without you ju- you just want it to be to heal. But a pitcher, it just it's it's when you get into the shoulder, man, it's just tough. It's just tough. Now you hope that he's able to just rest, relax, and come back. That's it. That's the that's the best possible scenario. Once you get into shoulder surgeries and such, it's just it's never good. It's never good. Uh 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. They've got some options now, and uh, and you're right. Uh Brantley says, Do you think that we might see Ethan Small now? this season or keep him down in AAA, you may see Ethan Small at some point. Again, you're not going to react right now. You're not going to react right now. But you are certainly, um, all your options are now on the table. All your options are now on the table. Uh, 877-867-1670, hit us up. Bill, I believe they have said, with Hater going down and the bullpen depth not being great, Someone brought up small. I think I read that the Brewers are trying to keep him stretched out as a starter in the minors right. and not bring him up to be a bullpen right. arm. That's that's what I'm saying. So I don't think you're going to see Ethan Small right away, but I think what you would see is if he comes in and fills in that 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 pitching rotation, that would be the way they would keep him. Yeah, they don't want to make him a, a reliever. Uh, that that I, I, I agree with. They have said that Aaron um, Ashby at this point will fill in and be the fifth. Um, yeah, Aaron Ashby's in Ethan small right now. He just, and Ethan small just came off of the non COVID illness list. Uh, but he's slated to start tomorrow in Toledo or today in Toledo. Um, he would be in the mix should they need him, but you are correct. He, they want him to remain a starter and not a, uh, a reliever by any stretch of the imagination. So uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up if you want to uh, give us a shout. Um, this is from Matt who says, I do believe Stearns makes a trade in the next week or two for pitching. Well, I see, I, I, I don't think you go after pitching. I don't think you make a trade this early. I really don't. Because you're hoping Hater is back. Here in the next week, you know, you hope everything turns out okay with his wife and the baby. You hope he's back. And all you have right now is your Freddie Peralta issue. I don't think you you make a knee-jerk reaction. You don't want to start giving up pieces um, because you may need them for a bat down the road. I don't think you start giving up pieces to get pitching at this point. 
I mean, I could be wrong unless you get somebody on the cheap. But then what are you really getting? 877-867-1670. Lorenzo Cain last night hitting for Hunter Renfro in the fourth because Renfro scored from first on the uh, Tyrone Taylor double last inning. And Renfro departed due to that right hamstring discomfort discomfort last night. So he's down. So you got some issues. You got some issues. Some thoughts there. He's going to get, by the way, um, an MRI in that hamstring today. And uh, they then could take a look and, and assess the severity of it. Um you know, as far as Hunter Renfro uh, making a statement saying, uh, I could be back in three days, I may be back in four weeks. We just don't know. So there you go. Tough start to the day. Tough start to the day, tough start to the road trip. You know, the news with, with Freddie Peralta from yesterday, then Hunter Renfro going down. You already had Willie Adamas down, finding out that Josh Hader needed to stay behind for the health and well-being of his wife and the unborn baby. And such. So that's what I say. It's baseball is kind of like the weather. It, 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 you'll get the wind knocked out of your sails for a day. You take it, your energy's down, then you move out, you move back into it, and you come back tonight, and hopefully things have settled back down. So there's no major surprises coming up tonight. Now, the only major surprise would be as if Hunter Renfro had torn something and he's down for four to six weeks or six to eight weeks or something like that, then. Then you're then you're kind of like okay, you know we've got a little bit of a thinness in the field with Willie Adamas being down. What do you think he's going to be back? And you start kind of making your assessments. But I think the best general managers, either the ones that go out and find a deal right away that really bolsters their team and is beneficial, or the ones that just hold tight and just say let's play this out, let's do what we need to do when we have to do it, or start looking and assessing the situation. But not being – your back isn't against the wall right now. But I don't think just making a knee-jerk reaction and taking what's out, available out there right now is sometimes the best way to go. Just my just my opinion. And that hasn't been David Stern's uh, operate, operation, you know, uh, type, so to speak. 877-867-1670. Um, so you, you give me your assessment of the Milwaukee Brewers. Let's do that. You give me your assessment of the Milwaukee Brewers sitting here right now, here today. You got a few injuries, a couple of them significant, and you're sitting here right now in first place in the division. Not a bad place to be. Stage, and last night you got the Cardinals getting a walk-off grand slam to end their contest, so they gained the game on the Brewers. Brewers only a couple of games up right now in the division. But give me your assessment of the Brewers right here, right now. Right here, right now. Stay tuned. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. We'll be back right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Yeah, he's not here. You don't expect him until mandatory minicamp? Yeah, I would say I talked to him last night for a while, which is great, just to kind of update him on just where we are and, and go over a few uh, like we do every off season. There's always tweaks to, to what you're doing, but um, no, he's in great spirits and it was a great conversation, but yeah, I wouldn't anticipate seeing him at least this week. The words from the head coach, Matt LaFleur, as uh, he discusses the fact that Aaron Rodgers is not there. 
And he does not expect to see him there this week. So uh, some interesting stuff coming out of today's uh, presser. So here's a couple of things to kind of, you know, just give you the synopsis of what we learned today with Matt LaFleur and the OTA presser. One is Aaron Rodgers not there. He's not expected to be there. We all know tomorrow night he's participating in the match. So that's the must-see TV when it comes to the world of golf. Um, The other aspect of this... The other aspect of this, uh, it's uh, by the way, the, uh, the the match is coming up next Wednesday, not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday. So, um, which is a little interesting because Rogers said that he was going to be in Green Bay at some point for some of the workouts. So we'll wait and see what he actually does show up for. But the um, the fact that he stated. Something interesting he said about Jordan Love, and we're going to hear this coming up here in a minute, um, but he basically said Jordan Love, big big offseason for him, uh, needs to make the most of the opportunities, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Then we heard about the Saints and the fact that uh, before that second preseason game, they are indeed going to uh, have joint practices with the Saints. He felt he got a lot out of that, even though some of the players, including Aaron Rodgers, doesn't like practicing with other teams. Uh, there was the statement that he feels that uh, the veterans get something out of it. He feels that they can use that, that practice, as then kind of a quasi-game situation. Therefore, um, he doesn't have to play his veterans in the preseason, which I'm not necessarily in favor of, but that's another you know factor for another day. Uh, but let's go back to Jordan Love for a minute. This is what he had to say about Jordan Love. Take a listen. Well, I think that's always the challenge, right? And I think Jordan's doing a great job of really taking ownership of this offense. And um, it's a great opportunity for him. He hasn't probably gotten the number of reps that I don't think anybody would like. Um, so it's it's just maximizing those opportunities. And he's got a great opportunity, uh, you know, to to get the majority of the reps out there uh, throughout the course of the OTAs. Now, okay, let me go back. Because when he says, I don't think he has gotten the reps that anyone would have liked. Um, the issue I have with that, it, the only thing I can say is, if he's talking about starter reps in-game or the number of preseason snaps, okay, I get it because the first year he was there, covid they didn't get that, a lot of that opportunity. Okay, I understand that. But beyond that, that's no. No, because he was taking starters reps from week nine on. Because remember, prior to the Kansas City game, Rodgers went into the COVID protocol. So he got starters reps all that week. During COVID, Rodgers ended up Hurting the toe, the COVID toe, as we all know. Okay, so he gets the COVID toe. He never took starters reps after that because Jordan Love did, because Rodgers wasn't practicing, remember. So Jordan Love was Wednesday, Thursday. Rodgers would get some walkthrough stuff on Friday and then kind of go from there. So to say that he wasn't getting the reps, he was getting the reps. That was one of the arguments from you know people last year. Well, Jordan loves, why is he running scout team? Well, first of all, every backup runs scout team. They just do. 
when you're not getting the starters reps, you're, you're running scout team to keep yourself fresh because you're the next guy up. So that's what you do. It wasn't like Kurt Bankert was getting the backup reps to Aaron Rodgers. The, the, the reps of any type are usually doled out to the backup. That's what you do. But, uh, but yeah, it was uh, Jordan Love getting the starters reps. So for him to say that was a little odd. It, it's, it's, and again, I'm not sitting here nitpicking every word, but the bottom line is this. He hasn't gotten a lot of playing time. That I understand. He has gotten starters reps in practice. He is now going into his third season of absorbing this offense. He knows it. He gets it. Um, and to say it's an important offseason and, and this offseason leading into training camp and such for him, yeah. Because he's got <laughs> because he's gonna get opportunities in the preseason. He's gotta look better. And if he doesn't, then what do you do? You know, again, nobody's beating down the door for Jordan Love right now. Uh, 877-867-1670. Complicated fella hits us up over on uh, on Twitter. Or excuse me, over on uh, the Facebook, uh, or not Facebook fan page, uh, the uh, the Bud Light live stream. Says the NFL may get rid of the Pro Bowl. Thank goodness. The floor may become a trivia drum question. Who was the last coach of the NFC Pro Bowl team? There you go. I the, the Pro Bowl to me it get rid of it you should just be a pro bowl honoree you should be uh voted on like an all-star game by the fans or it should be a third of each fans coaches front office whatever and then players that's how you get voted in and then there's your team and then what they do is they gather like right before the super bowl and they have you know, kind of like cross the stage and they have interviews and an autograph session and, and all that stuff because you're voted to be a pro bowler. And then the NFL pays for you to be a part of that. And you're part of the Super Bowl celebration. And here's your pro bowl team and you get honored. And then you go off the stage and you don't have to play a game. Cause I, I'll be honest. I, I don't think anybody really give gives two dams about it. I don't, I, I think fans quit years ago, quit watching it years ago, quit watching it. It, it just doesn't matter anymore. It's become basically a, a glorified dance. Guys are on pads. They kind of dance with each other. They don't tackle real hard, and, and they call it a day. So, uh, 877-867-1670. Ben, do you watch the Pro Bowl game at all? No, never. Yeah, I, I never I, I never will say anymore. last year, one of my friends gambled on it, hilariously oh, took the under, I believe, and then there were three touchdowns scored on the first three plays. Two of them pick sixes, and we're like, dude, like, I, what are you doing? Right. So I watched the first quarter, I guess. Right. Yeah. There's, there's, there's not a whole lot there. I agree. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. It, it just doesn't mind. It, it, and by the way, some other uh, breaking news in the world of the NFL: the combine is staying in Indianapolis. I saw that on Albert Breer's post, but I also saw it on Pat McAfee's post a little while ago as well, that the Combine is indeed staying in Indianapolis, which is good. I, I love the Combine. I love it that the fact that it's right there. It's pretty much centrally located, you know, short of maybe putting it like in Kansas City, right, like almost smack dab in the middle of the country, so to speak. But, yeah, it's – Indianapolis should be just a host for everything except the Super Bowl. It should be the Final Four. It should be, you know, you don't have a baseball stadium there, but it would make a great place for the baseball, for a baseball World Series, you know, or just build a massive dome for the Field of Dreams area. 
<laughs> that type of thing for baseball's World Series. That should, that should be it. And just make it, that's where you play the World Series. That's where you go. People stay for a week, shuffle in and out. It is what it is. Uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up, 877-867-1670. Indianapolis is just such a cool town. And you can get around it. It's not overly huge. They know how to do it. They've been doing it for years and years and years. They're they're good at it. Yeah, I I, I like it. It should um, hold, for clarification, everything except Big Ten Championship. Because it's a joke that Ohio State gets to play on a track field with their high-powered offense. <laughs> but isn't every team then better? With mo- tell me a team that doesn't play that plays on natural grass. Northwestern. Northwestern does, which is just disgusting grass. Penn State does. I think that might be it. I don't know. Michigan State. Michigan State might, yeah. Does Illinois? Ooh, or no, not Illinois. Does uh, does Iowa? Does Iowa play on natural grass? I think Purdue plays on natural grass. Beyond that, I don't know anybody that does. Iowa State doesn't. Michigan doesn't. Iowa has turf now. It was more of a point about has turf now. Yeah, when Ohio State gets out of the elements, they play better and. Since it's the Big Ten, we pride ourselves on oh, disgusting God. football. We should make Ohio State play in the snow. Well, they normally play in they they play in the same same they don't play in a dome. No, but when the Big Ten championship is played, I think it is only right. Oh, so so in other words, what you're saying is is when you put them on an equal field, equal <laughs> footing, in a perfect atmosphere, then they really dominate rather than just dominate the way they have. My point precisely. Okay, I get what you're saying. <laughs> just, just any backhanded swipe at Ohio State you can possibly take. It's not even a swipe. It. I'm, I'm okay. trying to even the playing field. I would argue that for those that are more challenged, throwing the ball, I guess, is a fair way to put it. Oh, uh, the okay. the elements evens out that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got it. Know. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying now. So when you put them in a in a perfect setting, they're even more perfect. Exactly. Okay. It's the Big Ten. I was trying to figure out the logic in that. I'm thinking, okay, you know, that, uh, all right, well, they play outside like everybody else. And then I'm like, wait a minute, everybody plays outside. <laughs> they should play the Big Ten championship at Northwestern. Okay. So what you should do in a perfect world would be the offense for Ohio State then plays outside. And your offense against Ohio State plays inside. Maybe. But if we play inside, that means we have to let Graham Mertz throw the ball more, which I would argue probably isn't beneficial. You know, your uh, your world comes with a whole lot of qualifications, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are we uh, gonna are we gonna get into Rodgers and OTAs next? Because I'm ready for that too. Yeah, let's do that. We'll talk about Aaron Rodgers not being at the OTAs and I'm already getting the well didn't he say he was going to be there messages uh and people are coming down on Aaron Rodgers so we'll get into that discussion when we come back this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at J&L Tire Service if you're a soccer mom looking for an oil change or new tires if you're an over-the-road truck driver and you need a brake job or you need something done with your truck or the trailer they got you covered they handle it all get a hold of my friend Lyle and everybody at J&L Tire right there in uh, Johnson Creek just above 94 it's a block north of 94 you can see the Goodyear sign from the highway as a matter of fact if you're around that area or in Watertown 
up in Watertown, too. Go to jandltire.com. That's jandltire.com, and tell them we sent you. Good, good people out there. And uh, Lyle, always a big supporter of the Fisher House Golf Outing, big philanthropist as well. So thanks uh, thanks so much to them. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.